Hey guys, welcome back to Stay in Your Lane with Gunner Lane. I'm so excited for you all to come onto this podcast and be here today. Listen, we have some great news, and I'm so happy that we have a special guest. I am so happy, like, gosh, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. So let's get right into it. I have with us today Miss Alara Lovelight. How are you doing today? Hi, everyone. I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. I'm so excited for you to be here. We have been waiting, what is it, about a month now to get a hold of you. And yeah. it's just been so crazy because I've been so happy th- to have you on. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. And for you that don't know, Alara La- Lovelight is an American R&B recording artist and performer. Based out of New York City, Alara has performed over the U.S. for over 100,000 people and has worked beside along Grammy and awarding winning producers. So that is awesome. Really, it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, you have a song out there. It's called Erodicy. Yes. Tell me about it. Um, Erodicy is a song that was written um, last March, I would say. And um, I was in a writing session, and we were just kind of trying to figure out what's the next single, um, what kind of, you know, I, I was in the process of kind of revamping my whole sound and look and everything about my music. Um, and then it was time to pick a new single. So mm-hmm. I had I was in a writing session with Ray Rothschild, who is formerly Sugar Ray from Double X Posse, and they had a number one Billboard hit. So definitely in good writing company. And um, we just kind of went back and forth. He had asked me what I was working on, what I had done, what you know I had kind of in the library that we could maybe use. And I I ended up playing this beat that I had made a long time ago and it really wasn't my style of music but um it was like a good practice for me to see if i could make that type of music and it was one i almost didn't even play to be honest with you i was like no that's like not really in you know the contending songs right. but um i was like well he was like what else what else what else and i was i was after probably 10 songs and i was like how about this and no nah, not that how about this no nah, not that i'm like how about this? And I was very reluctant, like just totally played it on a whim. And he was like, totally, that's it. And I was like, really? So um, we ended up doing a Radicy to that song. We wrote it that night. Um, it was a great session. And we kind of took the beat that I had and we picked it up. And we, um, yeah, that's where Radicy came from. So. Oh, okay. I really like the song, by the way. Like the song is really great. Um, I also want to say congratulations because I saw today where you hit a million views on TikTok with your song. Thank I got you. it on paper. Yes. I thought that was so amazing that you would hit that. Um, you know, Erodicy, I, I, I've listened to this song a number of times already. And I yeah. really think that this song is out there. It's different. It's like, dun, dun, dun. you don't hear it like a lot of uh songs starting like that nowadays Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i like how you put your character into the song it's like you made it yours if you know what i mean like well it is your song obviously (laughs) you made it to where it sounds great and i love it thank you yeah it came out exactly like uh, i had hoped so i'm very pleased Mm -hmm. and like with that song i guess the question i'm asking is where where does that song lead to does it have something to do with your life personally or is it more of just something you've created Hmm. i would say both i think everything 
that I create is a, is a direct relation to my life. Um, whether it's about me or about somebody in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, music is such an outlet. So I always feel like it's a reflection of me in some way. Um, but eroticity is a huge reflection of this kind of new wave that, I am approaching music with, and it's a newer sound for me. It's a different look. It's a different name. It's a different everything. Right. And I think that eroticy totally was a great like catalyst to. It was like a wake up song. Yeah, totally. Yes, absolutely. It's like, like you know, you have a wake up call. You have a wake up song. Definitely. I love that, and I do want to talk. You know, I texted you last night. Now I'm going to bring this up about the other album you had, yes. which was Grown. Yes. And I had to go look at it. Once I found it, it turns out I really like some songs in there that are really good. But I do understand, like, you know, where you was probably at there to now is probably two different things. Totally. Yeah. I I hesitate to, like, talk about it, mm -hmm. which I talked with you about. But it's like I also have been asked in another interview, you know, I have quite a lot of accomplishments on my music resume, so to speak. And people but eroticy is the only really allure love light kind of coming out and so people i think it's i do think it's important for people to have the context that yes i have been doing music a very long time yes you have and you're a music coach as well am i correct yeah yeah Yeah. that's right uh what is it called again your uh, website it's called a love light music oh i forgot yep that's okay lovelightsoundmusic.com yep yeah, so like I said, with that album that I listened to, I listened to two songs on there, and like I said, I, I really don't want to bring it up much, but there's one that's called I'm Gonna Be. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to this song, and when I first thought of the song, what does it mean for you? And what does it mean when you wrote that song? Because mm-hmm. like, I feel like you was, I don't want to say you was, but like the song was really powerful to me. Good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. And I don't yeah. know if you've ever really, you know, had anybody ask about that song before, but Definitely. I loved it. I don't know. It was something about it. Oh, thank you. You know, I forgot about that song. I've been so focused on Eroticy, but um, I'm going to be was probably number top two or three from that record mm-hmm. that people really gravitated towards yes. and really connected to. Um, a lot of people had told me about how much it really felt like an empowerment for them and um, kind of a pick you up type of song that, you know, this is a hard journey to be a creative person. Life is hard in general. Um, Oh, that too. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And so I I think that like knowing that you're, you're going to be okay and that you're not going to give up is a message that anybody can connect to. And that's where that song came from. Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, that's the thing when I was listening to it, I was like, I'm going to be, you know, it's just like, it catches me and, you know, I, I just felt like that song, it wasn't abandoned. It was never abandoned. It was just, I didn't hear much about it. And I just loved the song in general. And like, I hear like that with a lot of other artists out there is like, there's songs out there. Like, uh, I mean, you, you know, whatever the song they make, but it just doesn't hit a certain level to where it ever right. makes the popular, you know, radio demand and all that. Yeah. So that song, I, I just want to say thank you for making that song. That was oh, really a touching song. Thank you for song. saying that. Yeah, and, I appreciate that. And then I also, and this will be the last one I bring up, it was uh, Burn It Down. That's a crowd favorite, Girl, too. <laughs> I love that song. You're going to burn it down. You're going to make it all new. And that, see, that's to me, 
is is a part of a Laura Lovelight, I think. It is. It is. Interestingly enough, which like you're bringing up a lot of stuff I haven't thought about or talked about in a long time, but I'm glad that you asked me to talk about this because I think it is important for people to know about me. And um, interestingly enough, Burn It Down is the last song I put out before Eroticy. Really? I never really put that connection together until you just said that. That's very interesting. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I just really love the sound of that song as well. Because, I mean, you know, you have to burn it down to start fresh sometimes. Sometimes you got to burn it down. That's yeah. right. And, I mean, it's kind of like, for me, like, you know, I've been doing podcasting for over a year now. But I've changed my whole direction as well. Right. Like, now I'm staying your lane with Gunner Lane because <laughs> I truly love myself. I imagine, you know, myself always happy and do things. I've lost 100 pounds now because of me wow. being happy. So Good yeah, actually you. today I hit a hundred pounds of marker. So. <laughs> I know. So with that, like, you know, I, I look at it as a positive thing when you change your brand sometimes and trying to do new things because it really helps in life. It makes your mental health better. It just, you feel so much great. Yes. And I think people, um, it's good for people to see people like you and I do that. And, mm -hmm. and it's because to do actually do that, to actually change careers or change your image or change, you know, the way you're creating, that's a scary thing to do. And oh yes, a lot of people, I think myself included get stuck because it's like, well, I can't just change everything now. I can't like I did X amount of work and you're like, you're right. You have to think about it from a standpoint of well, that was part of a Laura Lovelight too. And that was mm -hmm. still the becoming, even though then I didn't even know about this whole brand of a Laura Lovelight. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, and I don't know if you've ever heard of my episodes, but I talk about a parrot in my episodes. Okay. I, I bought a parrot last year. It was a squawking bird. I don't know what I was thinking. It was $1,100. It was a Florida deal. It was, oh my gosh. it was something that I don't know what it was about, but when I'm thinking about that, it's like, you know, that was a different gunner right there. He wasn't in his state of mind. He was just living life, but mm -hmm. in a life that he shouldn't be necessarily living. Mm -hmm. he, he wasn't, he was in college, but he hated college. Mm -hmm. He had to change that around. He had to do everything. He had to love himself before he could even start stuff like podcasting. And I oh. mean, cause I was doing podcasting then, but it wasn't what I liked. It wasn't, I loved the podcast atmosphere. I just didn't like what I was doing for podcasting at the time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, so that song, you know, like I said, burn it down. I just, uh, it's a great song and I, I understand, you know, yes, that was the old life, but I think yes. it's kind of helped get you into the direction of a Laura love light. Yes. I love that you brought that up. Thank you for, for bringing that up because that's such an interesting thing that has to do with everything I'm doing is that the last one I did put out was burn it down. How funny mm -hmm. I didn't. And I, like I just said, I didn't know we were going to revamp everything. That was never right. my intention. No one never yeah. knows. Yeah. Right. I thought I was still going to be on my old podcast this year. Right. Yep. And then I started my own thing. I'm in my bedroom right now. I have these sound absorbers that are falling awesome. down. I don't know what's sick. wrong with them. I keep falling. But <laughs> <laughs> I started my own thing here and I'm loving it and I'm just having so much fun. And um, like, you know, I've been looking more into radio and stuff. And your friend and my good friend, DJ New Era, he yes, has hooked yeah. us up. He is a great dude. That yeah. man is like, he is amazing. Yeah. 
the best. So and supportive. Very he really supportive. is really supportive. He, you know, he I've sent him radio clips before and he is, you know, he's mentioned you a m numbers of times about, you know, mm -hmm. did you hear Erodicy? I didn't even know Erodicy until I met him. So, uh -huh. and I love this song. It's just such a great song. Thank you. Yeah. It's so, it's so important as an artist to have support from people like DJ New Era because, you know, when you're in a position like he is, it, it's very easy to um, cater to only mainstream artists and only label artists and um, only, you know, people who will pay you. And DJ New Era is really serious about like supporting people who he believes in. And I mm -hmm. think that makes a great, like that's where a DJ Khaled comes from. Yeah. Somebody exactly. like DJ New Era. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is he doesn't know, but he's coming on this podcast soon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to him personally about, you know, what what he does to make him happy. Because the dude's That's a go-getter. Like, I mean, golly, he does so much. And I'm so proud of him. And, you know, once I started, like, you know, finding out who Alara Lovelight is, I see, you know, you do all these things for people. And I see you're a coach and stuff for music. And you help these people. I actually have a paper that I found. And um, this is from people that you've worked with. And they said, Alara has been an amazing help with my self-confidence. Before I came to her, I was always afraid to put myself out there. Now it's completely different. I'm trying to push my limits to experience everything and be the best I can be. So for this, I thank her because she has led me out of my shell as a singer and an artist. And that is from Naya. Yes, that's so sweet. And I mean, that is just, you know, I know that makes you feel like, you know, like proud mom moment, kind of. Totally. Yes, the best. Yeah, and I mean, it's just, it's so nice, I bet, to have that, you know. So, let me ask you this, though. What do you do as far as, like, helping uh, younger kid, teenagers with, you know, learning music and more? Cool, yeah. So, I um, do my artistry, and that's, you know, a main focal point of my life. But I do have a company called Love Light Sound Music, and through the company, we run courses and workshops for musicians. So, we have... Um, workshops and courses for teens and we have workshops and courses for adults and um it just kind of came out of the fact that i always loved working like i was i started working with teens first teen girls mm -hmm. specifically and um you know somebody had asked me would you teach you know my daughter and i thought yeah sure you know why not um, and I started teaching and then of course word of mouth spreads and you know, this person, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Um, and I, I started working with these teen girls and it was like looking in the mirror. I was like, oh my God, these, these kids are me when I was 13, 14, 15. And, you know, being an artist and, and wearing fabulous clothes and shoes and hats and all of that fun stuff is great. And, in, and a self-expression um, of your, of your self-worth, I think, but that's not who I was as mm -hmm. a kid. I was very shy. I was very, I don't know if I would say awkward, but I was like really uncomfortable in my, in my skin. And, you know, I just, I didn't want people to, you know, I was not the center of attention. I was not right. the stage queen. I was none of those things. <laughs> um, but I loved music and I was, I knew I was really good at music. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what was like my solace. Like I didn't get bullied much or anything because people just knew like, oh, she might be famous one day. It'd be nice right. to her. Can I, was I ask like, you this? So like, say like when I was a teenager, I had yeah. friends. I, I never like didn't have friends, but I never had yeah. friends that I felt was 
where I could trust in a way, you know, like, and I I feel like music to me was my friend. Yeah, absolutely. I, I listened to so much music and podcasting, like, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Elvis Duran in the morning show. Yes, of course. That that's who I listened to, to stay happy. And, you know, I felt comfortable around these people and I've always just felt like music was the center point of relaxation for me. And it just felt like it calmed me down. Totally. And that's kind of where, like, that's what, what these girls come to me that I work with, you know, they're shy and they don't have very Mm -hmm. many friends or they don't feel connected at school or whatever. And they come to me and they're shy and all of these things, but they're really good at music or they really love music and they want to learn about music and they feel inspired by Demi Lovato and Taylor Swift. And they admire people like that. So it's like, I'm kind of an in-between where I'm still an artist like that, but it's still accessible to them that, that they can work with me. And it's really cool. It's been a great journey about, you know, as I started to work with them, it was like, okay, I'm such a go-getter too of like, oh, let me make sure these girls get better and they have stellar voices and all these things. And it was like, yeah, that's great. But it just, it, I realized very quickly, it wasn't about that. It was that they were feeling better about themselves. They were feeling more confident. They were feeling less embarrassed. They were feeling less worried about what the other kids at school think. And it was like, It's like whoa. a comfort zone for them to come to. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so that that's kind of how I got into it, where I was like, whoa, I want to do this on a big level and offer, especially, you know, with lots of things virtual now, Mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to do courses and workshops virtually for the girls. And I teach, you know, all my clients and, and all the people that I coach are virtual and people are like, well, can you do music like that? And it's like, yes, you can yes. Because, <laughs> because music is based on connection. And so like we can have a connection, we can be a thousand miles apart and you and I can still have a really nice conversation and connect because that's kind of the, the root of, you know, just people in general. So I noticed that when I'm on online, I'm able to work with the girls and hear them sing and help them fix their posture and their confidence. And, you know, I'll make them back up so that I can see the whole space. And I'm like, this is your stage. You know, this is as far as this stage and this is the side of this stage. And um, it's really fun. I love it. I love doing it. I run a program called Unseen to Queen, which is a six week course for the girls um, that they can participate in. It's a group course. The girls get to work with each other. They get to give each other feedback. They get to get feedback from me. Sometimes I bring on um, guests, like guest um, musicians and other people to help critique and help teach things that, you know, I don't know everything. I can't teach everything. Or it might even be something I would teach, but in a different way that the kids can hear it in a different way. So that's really, really fun. And then I, then they have the opportunity to work with me one-on-one if I have space for that. Um, and then, yeah, so that's, where, that's what we're doing with that. Yes. I, I think what you're doing is really amazing to help children or teenagers. I don't want to say children, but teenagers. And I mean, I think it's, it's a great thing what you do for them. Thank you. Like I, I said, you. it's like a comfort place for them to probably come. I mean, because yep. like down here in the South, I'll say we don't have a lot of people you can just come and talk to. Like, right. 
you can't trust because everybody around here, you know, did you hear about Suzanne? Right. Like, you know, we have that problem all the time. Right. So I think, you know, what you're doing is really helping teenagers and it's going to help their talent in the long, long run. Thank you. Yeah, that's the hope is like, you know, I always tell parents like they don't have to do music for their life. Like I, that's what I do because that's my like obsession and I believe my purpose on this earth. But kids come to me all the time and I'll have parents who are like, she loves, she just, she doesn't really want to be a singer. She doesn't want to, but she loves music and she's shy and she has anxiety. And I'm like, let's go. Come yeah. on. You know, perfect. She's a great candidate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what word or phrase would you use to describe this project? Well, not project, but your, your brand, what word would you use? Ooh, um, I would say purposeful. Purposeful. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That, that would be my goal is everything I'm doing from a social media post to a course, to a workshop, to a performance, to a show. Like I always do everything with intention. So like, you're not even going to see me in a club unless I'm like supposed to be there for a music mm -hmm. event. Like that's just kind of how I operate. Is, is it intentional? Is it purposeful? Is it something that's going to help me move forward? Other people move forward. Um, that, that would be the basis of everything. I think I do. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I got a question as well. Say like in the long run, the end, the very end of everything correct okay i don't want to think about that <laughs> i know i know but what would you want to be remembered by like oh good yes um, <laughs> same thing same thing i would want to be remembered that um i made an impact on people that you know i i don't know if you know who wayne dyer is but wayne dyer is like a really great spiritual teacher um and that's stuff that's very important to me in my personal life which mm -hmm. i use in my music business life. Um, and I remember listening to, I, I just have list like absorbed a lot of his content. It's very much spiritual and about being centered and about knowing yourself and, um, law of attraction and things like that. And I remember listening to one of his podcasts interviews on the day that he died. I remember finding out he had passed away mm -hmm. and I remember listening to his podcast and thinking, wow, that's the life I want to live, that the day I die, I'm still impacting somebody's life. Exactly. Yeah. The way I would like to be remembered is like, so my my goal throughout all this is to one day be on radio. Like, you know, I'm cool. 21 years old. I'm just, you know, just starting basically. Yeah. I want to be remembered as somebody with two people in the car driving down the road, listening to the morning show, if I'm on ever a morning show or... And they're going to be like, who was that guy? Yeah. Who was he? Like, you know, like we, we may not know his name, but they remembered me. Mm. And That's I don't good. know, like, you know, it doesn't, I don't care about the names and like, you know, oh, Gunner Lane, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't matter. But it's going to remember. Well, to me, I just think of is who was that guy mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that was in their life for a second? Right. Definitely. And that's a, that's a beautiful ambition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, so happy to have you on again. Like I mentioned earlier, this has been a, uh, it's been, you know, a great opportunity to have you here. Great. And um, one thing I also want to bring up is called, I saw something, I can't remember if it was on Instagram, but I remembered it. So it was called self-love. Sounds I, like something I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to talk about for a moment is I'm really big about mental health and stuff. Yes. And yeah. not necessarily, I, you know, 
on a day-to-day basis, you know, like I don't meditate, nothing like that. I just stay positive. It helps me a lot because, you know, we all have depression. Everybody has depression. Mm -hmm. And can I ask you, what is self-love to you? Hmm. I would say that I have had in the last year, I think that I have really kind of dove in on what self-love really is because I am, I love that you asked that because I don't think that people have a very clear understanding um, of self-love. I think, you know, it's been portrayed as bubble baths and nail polish. And I think that it's a lot that's definitely something I do, by the way. But also, um, I think it, it's really important that we teach, especially these young girls and and anybody, because plenty of women come to me and they're like, oh, my God, I love, you know, your energy, your confidence, whatever. And it inspires them, you know, at the age of 40. So there's nothing, you know, to say or men or women, anybody. But I think for self-love, it's important that across the board, you understand that it means that you are putting yourself first of what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means to get your nails done. And sometimes that means to say no to somebody who's trying to take advantage of you. I had a hard time with that saying that. Yeah. There's such a spectrum of what, like, let's do an itemized list of self-love. And it's like, well, there's a million things on that because it really depends on the circumstance that you're in. But I would say the bottom line is, am I taking care of myself mentally? Am I taking care of myself financially? Am I putting myself first in terms of, you know, physically and all of those things and not compromising what I need to do to be my best self Mm-hmm. for other people cuz that's something that i've struggled with the the most is constantly i i always want to do my best right so it's like sometimes when people with not good intentions come in especially with music or entertainment industry people want to tell you well do this we'll do this we'll invest in this we'll do this we'll put your money here we'll put yourself here we'll look like this and all these different things oh yeah And it can be very, very hard to say, well, I want to do my best. So where is the line between doing what I doing anything I need to do and compromising myself? Mm -hmm. And that's the line that I think every person needs to first identify and then say, this is my line. And this is my line means this is self-love. This is as far as I go. If I have to get, you know, my nails done today because it's it makes me feel beautiful and it makes me feel put together, which makes me feel confident, which makes me do a better interview. Mm-hmm. See, that's not just getting your nails done. You know, same thing with if I need to meditate, I I meditate every single morning. That's right. something that's very valuable to me because it centers me. It makes me feel like I do a better job with my energy, with where I, you know, lots of things as an artist, you constantly, everybody wants your attention. Everybody wants to talk to you. Everybody wants your opinion. Everybody wants to learn from you. Everybody, you know, and it's like five minutes for every single person becomes, you know, two years worth of time. You're right. So I think that self-love is just really 
putting yourself first. And I think that the hook is self-love is not feeling bad about it. Exactly. And like, you know, you mentioned like, you know, you got to have your nails done and see, that's like me is I don't feel like in a way, like I can go out and if I want ice cream, I'm going to get some ice cream. That's right. Me too. I'm not going to hold that back. I mean, you know, that's what I was thinking of too, is you mentioned the, um, you know, people tell you to do this. People tell you to do that. I get so tired of it. I'm thankful for their, you know, their thoughts for me. Yeah. Sure. But they don't understand that I'm starting to stay in your lane. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, know. it's like, I'm not plugging myself there, but that's truly why right. I started doing this is I want to do stuff for me and right. make me happy. So. Perfect. Yep. That's a perfect title. Perfect self-love. Oh, title. I know. Stay it, in it, your lane. Yes, it is. And well, Alara, I want to thank you for coming on here. You know, it's been a great it's been a great little interview. I don't want to keep you too long today. So, yeah. yes, you've been great. Um. We have Erodicy out now. It's on every platform, I believe. Yeah. I think it's on. Is it on every platform? Pretty much. I, I would say anywhere you listen to music, it's probably there. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Well, Laura, I, again, just want to thank you for coming on and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much. See ya. Spirits
free Get crazy, leave this galaxy Just say we make believe We like royalty My forte, let's foreplay Let the music play Alrighty guys, thank you for listening to Stay In Your Lane with Gunner Lane. I was so excited to have a Laura Love light on today. It was really great to see her come on here, you know, and talk about her album, Erot or not her, her single, Erodicy, and her old album, Grown. Because I honestly think, you know, Burn It Down and, you know, um, I'm Gonna Be was definitely my two favorite from her old album. And it really uh, shows me how she's matured. And not necessarily matured like in a, you know, teenage form, but as an artist, she has, you know, she has now turned into this wonderful, you know, uh, just beautiful, you know, person that just loves music. And I understand that. And, you know, it's like I ask her, you know, music is a friend and sometimes you've got to have that friend of music and you may understand it, you may don't. It's okay, but don't worry about it. Guys, I love you. I will see you next week on Saying Your Lane with Gunner Lane. See you then.